Hi, this is Dr. Daniel Keenan coming to you from Arcana Laboratories in Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installation of the Frontline Research Minute. I'm presenting a paper today that was just e-published ahead of print in JSON from Jenny Nystrom's group in Sweden that's titled, Transcriptomic and Proteomic Profiling Provides Insight into Mesangial Cell Function in IgA Nephropathy. She also had other Swedish collaborators as well as some collaborators from the University of Michigan and the Aichi Cancer Center Research Institute in Nagoya, Japan. This paper investigates mechanisms of injury in IgA nephropathy, which is the most common form of glomerulonephritis worldwide, with 30 to 40 percent of patients with primary IgA nephropathy developing end-stage renal disease within 20 to 30 years after diagnosis. Some aspects of the pathophysiology of IgA nephropathy are well understood, including the finding of circulating galactose-deficient IgA in the serum that forms immune complexes that accumulate in the mesangial regions in the kidneys. Some patients develop inflammation and loss of renal function, while others do not. The amount of galactose-deficient IgA deposited does not correlate with mesangial cell damage or kidney injury, and a genetic component has been found in genome-wide association studies. In an effort to better characterize the pathophysiologic mechanisms in IgA nephropathy, the authors attempted to conduct both transcriptomic and proteomic studies and then identify the subset of common pathways induced in mesangial cells by galactose-deficient IgA. Not surprisingly, most of these pathways are involved in inflammation. The transcriptomic and proteomic phases of the study had very different study designs. First, the transcriptomic study was conducted using patient specimens. Renal biopsies from 25 patients diagnosed with IgA nephropathy were compared with implantation biopsies from 25 living donors with presumed normal kidneys. Roughly 10 glomeruli from each sample were microdissected by hand. RNA was extracted, reverse transcribed to cDNA, amplified, and then analyzed on the Affymetrix human gene chip U133 2.0 platform. After quality checks, gene expression data from 19 IgA patients and 22 normal controls were further analyzed. The Significant Analysis of Microarray Method, or SAM, identified 736 genes that were significantly differentially expressed in patients with IgA nephropathy as compared with the normal controls. The significant genes were further analyzed using the Ingenuity Pathway Analysis Tool, leading to identification of 113 pathways with significant differences in gene expression between the samples. Most of these pathways are related to inflammation, cytokines, and growth factors. Now, glomeruli contain numerous cell types, including epithelial cells, such as podocytes, mesangial cells, endothelial cells, and in some situations, inflammatory cells. Therefore, the gene expression data from microdissected glomeruli will represent all of these cell types. In an effort to focus the analysis on specific cell types, specifically mesangial cells and podocytes, the authors made use of curated glomerular cell type-specific genes from the published literature. These are referred to as standard genes in this paper. The concept of standard genes is critical to understanding the ensuing discussion, so I will restate the concept to drive home the points. Mesangial standard genes refer to a subset of genes that are characteristically expressed in mesangial cells. 
and podocyte standard genes refer to a subset of genes that are characteristically expressed in podocytes. This concept is an attempt to elucidate gene expression relevant to specific cell types within bulk tissue gene expression data that contains gene expression products from multiple cell types. The authors focused attention on 35 mesangial standard genes and compared these with 50 podocyte standard genes. They found that 78% of the mesangial standard genes that were present in their data set were significantly differentially expressed. In comparison, only 43% of the podocyte standard genes that were present were significantly differentially expressed. In other words, gene expression is more significantly altered in mesangial cells than it is in podocytes in IgA nephropathy. The authors next attempted to determine if gene expression differences correlate in any way to clinical parameters in IgA nephropathy, such as serum creatinine, EGFR, and Oxford classification MEST scores. To do this, they calculated a so-called Z-score that incorporates expression differences across all the positive standard genes for mesangial cells and separately for podocytes. The Z-score is calculated using a formula that includes the deviation of all the positive standard genes from each individual patient. Thus, the higher the Z-score, the more significant are the gene expression differences in a given patient. They calculated a separate Z-score from the mesangial standard genes and from the podocyte standard genes for each patient. Next, they plotted each patient's Z-scores against that patient's serum creatinine value and EGFR value. They found that higher mesangial standard gene Z-scores were significantly correlated to increased serum creatinine and decreased EGFR. In other words, the greater the expression differences in this subset of standard mesangial genes, the greater the decline in renal function. In contrast, there were no significant correlations with the podocyte standard gene Z-scores with respect to creatinine levels and EGFR. They also compared the Z-scores to the Oxford MEST classification, where M is a score for mesangial hypercellularity, E for endocapillary hypercellularity, S for segmental sclerosis, and T for tubulo-interstitial scarring. They found that only the S-score was significantly correlated with the mesangial cell standard gene Z-scores. There was no significant correlation with podocyte standard gene Z-scores. And the M, E, and T-scores did not significantly correlate with either Z-score set. In other words, the mesangial cell standard genes showed the greatest differential gene expression in patients whose IgA nephropathy had progressed to segmental sclerosis of glomeruli. Now that the Oxford classification has been expanded to include a C-score for crescents, it would be interesting to see whether the podocyte standard gene Z-scores have significant differences in patients with crescents in their data set. Moving to the second phase of the investigation, the investigators purified IgA from patient serum which contains a higher proportion of galactose-deficient IgA, and used it to stimulate mesangial cells in cell culture. After 48 hours of incubation, cells were lysed, proteins were digested with trypsin, and peptides analyzed by LC-MSMS. Control cell cultures were treated similarly, except that no IgA was added. 5,218 proteins were quantified using this method. Statistical analysis yielded 721 proteins that were significantly up or down regulated compared to the untreated control cells. These were mapped onto pathways in similar fashion to what was done for the transcriptomic data set. Finally, the transcriptomic and proteomic data were compared using a bioinformatics tool called Ingenuity Pathway Analysis of Canonical Pathways, or IPA for short. This resulted in identification of 22 pathways that were significantly regulated 
in both the in vivo transcriptomic data set and the in vitro proteomic data set. These are listed in Table 6 in the paper and include pathways such as acute phase response signaling, atherosclerosis signaling, coagulation system, complement system, IL-12 signaling, IL-8 signaling, retinoic acid receptor activation, production of nitrous oxide and reactive oxygen species and macrophages. Identification of these pathways that are significantly altered in IgA nephropathy gives some insights into the pathophysiology of the disease and also may lead to the discovery of biomarkers useful in diagnosis and prognostication. And we all hope that a better understanding of the pathways involved in IgA-induced glomerular pathogenesis may lead to better therapeutic interventions in the future. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.